Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Friday, May 22nd, 2020. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, gang, here we go. Always a chuckle or two, and we're getting closer. Uh, Glad to have you on board the Hockey Betting Podcast. Brian Blessing. In Las Vegas, ready for what should be a fun Memorial Day weekend. Hoping that our pal Cam Stewart, north of the border, had a wonderful Victoria Day. When was that? <laughs> yeah, what? Victoria Day? Yeah, last weekend. Supposed to be May 2 4. I want to be celebrating with you guys. Like, I didn't even know we had a holiday. I heard a couple of kids were blowing off some uh, pocket rockets in the complex. But other than that, like, there was no day off or anything like that. Oh, like, it yeah. didn't feel like a long weekend. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to celebrate with you guys this weekend. Well, let, let's party. Uh, you know, I got news for you. You got no right. Uh, you know, no wine and cheese here, man. Yeah, I get a little, but no, no, no. You, no, you get two Thanksgivings out of the deal. I usually, but I usually take that day off because I like uh, U.S. Well, American Thanksgiving and turkey, right? Yeah, yeah. So in, in the way you eat, I mean, literally <laughs> turkey farms are going under. Yeah, it's a problem. I, I've heard during the pandemic uh, there there's a, a excess of chicken wings. We'll send them my way. I don't I don't know. I'm going to the grocery store. They look yeah. like the same price to me. I haven't seen any deals. But yeah, you don't want them throwing anything out. Just no. you'll, you'll take anything. Everything. Right? Yeah, put it in a garbage bag. Just give it to me. I'll eat anything. How's the mullet coming? Oh, it's coming pretty good. Yeah, I got a real nice lid cooking, Brian. I'm actually thinking after <clears throat> I taped some shows today, our boy Hainzer. <laughs> hey, Blessing, how you doing, buddy? It's me, Hainzer. Yeah, Hainzer's going to come over. We're going to crush a couple beers, and I might give him the shears. I got to attack oh, that lid. No. <laughs> yeah. Really? I'm thinking about it. What you know? time is he coming? We might want to tape next week's show today. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, four, four, four or five o'clock Eastern. I'll keep you posted. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hainzer cutting your hair. Hey, Cam, do you need, <laughs> hey, do you, do you need, do you need this other ear? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't worry, brother. I I got it under control, buddy. Tell him I said I. Uh, he does. He misses you, blessing. Uh, you <laughs> you got to love Hainzer. Great guy. Great. For guy. those of you that are joining us, uh, I went to Vegas him. in 2005, and it was right, right when um, Hardcore Sports Network started, and Cam and I, they, they were looking for somebody in Vegas. Somehow they found me. And it turned into an everyday thing for three years. We've been phenomenal friends ever since. It's funny oh, it's how been great. No, it was the best thing. Best thing that ever happened. It was great. And Hanger Hanger was the what producer? Yeah, he was the producer. Yeah, he was the producer. Uh, <laughs> you could use that term loosely. You yeah, the pre-production he, media. Right, what are we gonna do? Yeah, I, don't I don't know where blessing is, buddy. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get we'll find him. Hanger's <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Uh, he's a good guy. So yeah, we still keep in touch and. Uh, He's helping me out uh, during uh, some stuff. Like we got some changes with my job too. People moving all over the country and stuff like that. So he's going to be uh, hanging out with me for a while, Brian. Yeah, I got a full house here. Should be interesting. Oh boy! All right. Still well, social distancing though. I got just a couple of people. It's all. It's all good. It's all good. It's so yeah. The problem is how confusing. 
okay, six feet. Um, so what is that in meters? <sighs> six feet. Uh, what do you say? Yeah. Two yeah, and a half. It. I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't know. You think I'm off the top of my head? No, no, I don't know. Well, like two point something meters per You you have to be 2.1 meters away from me. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just, I I want you to know what the rules are. (laughs) I I have no clue. None. Uh, Hey, they're voting. Maybe we get an answer today to put it in front of the, in front of the players, the proposed format. And, you know, it looks palatable. 24 teams. We'll dive into what the proposed matchups would be. Uh, but the one thing then, the draft's going by the board. So clearly they're moving the business end of the calendar to when this thing is all said and done. But honestly, let's get into the matchups. But before we do that, I would just say this. The pushback the GMs gave clearly resonated with Gary Bettman about not doing the draft. And honestly, I think. And they're not they're not getting too much from too many people on this, but I would guarantee you, you know, the teams, the, the you know the the eight teams that are on the outside, or I'm sorry, seven teams uh, that are on the outside looking. And Seattle's not here yet. Uh, are sitting going, no, 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 no. You you ain't going back to this old thing where Detroit's guaranteed one and two. We suck. You know, we want a chance to jump. More than three spots. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. We have a shot at Lafreniere. I'm with you, man. You can't, you can't. I know Detroit's horrible and producer uh, Mike, that's his team, but no, they they have a new format and you can't do that. You don't think the Sabres want another player? Like, hell, they're they're an organization that needs help too. Let's talk about it, Brian. There's a lot of these teams. I'm with you. I don't think uh, that should be happening. That's why it's called a lottery. So hopefully. You know, you have a, a chance to move up, and uh, I'm with you. I think uh, I agree with you 100% on this one. No, 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 no. We're not going back to the old way. That's, uh, that's not the way it works. All right. So that being said, if this is agreed to by the Players Association, which doesn't guarantee that every player is going to say, yeah, I'm doing this. Yeah, think about it. If you got a young baby there, you know, um, if you're a guy who makes a lot of money, like that's the problem with baseball right now is they got a lot of guys making a lot of money. Like, really, do I really want the threat of this thing for, and then the owners talk about, wow, we want to go 50, 50 split. It's like, get bent, you know, and people in society are like, Oh, these guys are so greedy and whatever. Well, you know, it's unfortunately the guy working at the lumber store, he doesn't throw a 99 mile an hour fastball to, you know, he doesn't have a skill set that people need and will pay for, but um, you know, these guys want to get to get it back together. Brian, you know, hockey's a different sport too. gay driven league. These guys, they'll play with a broken leg. I know they, they really, really want to get back. And I have to believe like just the nature of the sport and the guys who play it. I think almost everybody will be in full throttle and it's a pretty interesting format that we have too. It's uh, I got to tell you something, these teams getting a buy, you better watch out because if it happens and it goes down this way and it's approved, I'd be very, very careful of a team that gets on a heater in the first round. We've equated it to uh, the NCAA tournament already getting some experience under you, and then they come in ready to rock. But I do believe what they're going to do, though, is the teams that are quote unquote getting a, a buy. I mean, they're in the playoffs, yes. so they're they're going to have a round robin with the top four. Yeah, so they're going to have three games, and then that now whether that actually if those games are impactful and actually determine the seedings you know, amongst the top four in each conference, that remains to be seen. It almost throws the regular season out the window. But you're getting those games to be played. They're going to play games. 
they're they're guaranteed three games. Yes. So I don't think it's going to be a problem. I I think I think that was a smart move. I like it too. So earlier, I know the NBA was saying they're going to play four in all the series. I have no problem with uh, you know uh, the three games uh, best three of five. I think it's perfect for the first round, and then we move on to the regular formats four out of seven. I, I think it's fantastic. The matchups are good. I got to give the NHL a lot of credit, Brian. Like sometimes you know we wonder. It's like. What are these guys doing? I think this is fantastic. It makes a lot of sense. I like the seedings. I like the way it's formatted. And I'm actually excited. I think we're going to have hockey. We talked about it. We were optimistic, and it goes down. I, I got to ask you, though, before we get into the uh, the matchups and who we think could, could win, like, what's going to happen? So do we have a plane in Stockholm? All the Swedish players come back. In Finland, it's, all the yes. Finnish players come back. Eastern Bloc, you got a plane uh-huh. for these guys. Is that the way it works? Uh, it's yeah. That's got to happen. Right? I, I, I don't know. All this stuff, I've been talking about this stuff. We've been talking about this stuff for eight weeks. I mean, it's, this, it's like just common sense. Yeah, you, you send a 747 or you send three big planes. You send one to Stockholm. You send uh, one to Russia and you send, you know, I don't know, one to Germany and everybody finds a way. These guys get there in three planes, bring these guys back. Now, the question is when they get here. I would envision their quarantine for 14 days. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the law. So, yeah, that's a very good point you bring up there. Quarantine for 14 days. So if that's going to happen and we have these matches, when, when do you think realistically we, we would have this? Like, say everything is, it works out, the vote goes through. We have the Eastern Conference playoffs. We have the Western Conference playoffs. When do you think they'll be playing then, even with after, after the 14-day quarantine? What's realistic? Maybe July 1 would be a wish list, but say July 15th. Yep, July 15th. And know what? You called that. You, you said that a long time ago. You're even saying, like, the last date when we did the show a couple months ago, you were talking, like, August to kind of getting it done. And, yeah, uh, mid-July you, seems good. Yeah, you'd be done the second week of September. All right? Yeah, then you'd, yeah. do the, you'd do the business. you take a month off. Uh, and if, if, if you ended it, and, on, you know, at the end of the day, you're only having two teams that are going that deep into this stuff. And you want to get the next season started because a lot of guys haven't been on the ice for then nine nine months. Excellent point, too, right? Oh, so the first sorry, series think, is three out of five. You're going to have teams gas pretty quick in this thing. So we're going to fly through it. It's I would say July 15th. Yep, good call. And you, and you could shoot for a November 1st start for next year. And they, these yep. guys get a month off between. I love it, Brian. Yeah, I, I told you, you should be working for the National Hockey League. But you do have a radio show, right? You're not just a broadcaster. You're a client. Like Cy Sperling, Hair Club for Men. Remember that guy? I'm not, just, <laughs> I'm not just a member. I'm a client. Was, was Cy the guy? Who was it? Was he the guy that jumped in the pool? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, Cy Sperling. Yeah, he's the guy who jumped in the pool with the gray. Hey, everybody, look at me. Look at uh, my I know. There, there, well, there was Maury and, Maury and Goodfellas. <laughs> <laughs> You're a piece of work, bless it. Didn't end well for you know, his, 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 his hair survived jumping in the pool, but his neck didn't survive the screwdriver <laughs> in the back of his. <laughs> yeah, the lettuce survives the jugular vein, not so much. Yeah. What do we do? Uh, what do we do with the Eastern Conference here, buddy? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Before we dive into those games, yep. couple yep. things because uh, let's get into these series. Okay, uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Oliver Stone still. I'm, I'm telling you, I called of all things. Remember when Mario Williams signed with the Bills, the defensive end from Houston? Yes, I do. Yes, he was yes. like the big free agent get. Yep. And I sat there, and I, I may have told you, I told for about three weeks. I'm going. I'm telling you, he's going to the Bills, and everybody's like, "What?" 
I said, he's going to the Bills. When, when, it's, when, when it's all quiet on the Western front, that's when they're involved. Yep. I'm telling you, they're talking about all these city hubs. Vegas is going to have the Stanley Cup final. Uh, that's what they're talking about. The, uh, makes sense. Vegas makes sense in the West. But oh, there's all this. For, I don't know what happened. Edmonton, Edmonton was the hot potato. I yep. think they're still I, there. They're still talking I, about Edmonton. But honestly, I think it would behoove them. Seriously, either they're both conferences are in Canada or both conferences are in the United States. I wouldn't. I'd take the border out of the equation. No, I, I, I agree with you. Okay, so okay, so maybe that, that that would be one of the say. Okay, if Edmonton was out of the loop because of that, but I'm telling you, and it was like, oh, Columbus, Columbus is great, and you get they got all the this and the that, and and you've got the restaurant district there. No, what? That's the last thing you don't want these guys out anywhere, you know, dealing with the public. And I'm said from day one, and oh by the way, the Sabers aren't involved. I'm telling you, the Harbor Center is the nuts for this thing. You've got the Key Bank Center. You've got right on the corner right next to it. You put the TV trucks between the two buildings. You've got the two sheets of ice in the uh, Harbor Center. You've got six floors of hotel rooms above the rinks and a huge hotel right across the street and a massive restaurant, two-level sports bar restaurant. They just buy that out, and these players... They dress in their rooms. They walk across the street, put their skates on and practice and play, walk back to their hotel room and shower. It's perfect. You don't want them dealing with the public. I'm telling you. I agree. You, Buffalo I agree with is you. still in play. I don't care what anybody says. It's the perfect. Less is more. I don't even understand why they're not talking about it. I know I, they threw out Columbus. I'm like, Columbus? You know what? I was just, it was kind of shocking to me, it, actually. It comes down to what, the, what the, you know, by July, it comes down to, is that neck of the woods safe? Yeah. Right? I mean, that's the first order of business. But in terms of once you've huddled 12 teams and all these people, you want them to have their own world. You don't want a restaurant district where they're no, all bouncing don't. around. You want it all in one spot, and that's why Vegas is perfect, right, Brian? My home away from home. You have everything there. You have major hotels. I think the NBA is cleaning Orlando, so Vegas would make total sense. You can have hockey there. I think Vegas it makes a lot of sense. I haven't even heard anything about Buffalo, but if it happens, buddy, I would love to bet on it because they're a big pooch right now. Like, imagine we had, like, what are the destination cities? I'll take a shot with Buffalo. But I've not heard one article. I've heard Columbus. We've heard Edmonton. We've heard Toronto. We've heard this. We've heard everything. I have not seen one National Hockey League article saying Buffalo. And every time I you know. bring it up, you bring up the best point. So maybe you should write an article about Buffalo. Oh, the- well, I say it every time. I'm just I telling know. you. But when, when when you don't, and I'm telling you, I'm Oliver Stone, because last Friday, Cuomo went to Buffalo for the first time, right, in this whole thing. We know what a, you know, what a cluster, we'll leave it at that. What, what a, yeah, what a cluster New York has been. Yes. But all of a sudden, he walks in there and says, like, you know, pro sports, I can't wait for pro. I want to see the Bills. Never met. That, that was the best. I was watching the news conference. I want to see the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> but, but, Bills he's, but he's talking about pro sports. We're working with the pro leagues. I'm telling you, between the lines, I'm going, I, 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 I smell the rat. I smell the rat. That I, I, and, it, and it would be the perfect place for it. Hey, man, I'm, I'm Brian, you know what? You give me a, a horse pick, I'll listen to you on Buffalo. I haven't heard anything. We'd get good odds. I'd love to bet it, buddy. If I could find a place to bet on it, I'd take a shot, and, yeah, we'd be cashing in large because I can tell you they're a big underdog. We haven't heard anything, but I agree with you. 
I've been to Buffalo a million times to watch hockey games. That area is perfect. They have hotel space. They have ice pads. They have everything. It's great. I'm, I'm with you. I think it's a perfect area. And also the Sabres aren't involved, and uh, that's well, fine too, you know? So to that end, on the Vegas front. That's kind of the thing. No, no, no. Here, hear me out on this one because, like, around here, I know, like, people are – I get a little pushback on this one. Um, every team, right, is going to be one flight – somewhere one flight yeah right and then yeah. you're there so vegas is a contender this thing may arguably already have an asterisk around it we don't know i how don't it. think so i'm gonna tell okay. you i'm gonna give oh, you another another scenario but okay. okay maybe not no if they're out there and they're playing their hearts out and blah 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 great all right it doesn't have an asterisk but you don't want to, on the front end, give any reason for there to be an asterisk, is my point. Yes. That, okay, everybody, these guys are all stuck in hotel rooms. Now, short of them saying uh, the Golden Knights have to go and stay in a hotel, I guess you could do that. But you're going to tell me these guys wouldn't hop in the car and go home and see their families when they're five miles away? Yeah. All right. Yep. So I'm wondering, would you take the Western teams – and send them to, okay, let's call it Buffalo, just because I can't get away from it. Would you send the Western teams to Buffalo? Would you send the Eastern teams to Vegas? Actually, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. You know what I mean? Because why would you? Yes. You, yes. Even, though, even though you say, well, there's no fans. They're not playing on their own rink. Yeah, but if all these other guys are away from their families and miserable, why would you give... You know, Vegas is the one team that gets this advantage that they're around. That's their not right, and I don't think that's uh, and I don't think that's fair. So yes, I think no. It's interesting. You said it. One plane ride might as well swap them, right? And, and I have no problem with that. It's going to be a different format anyway. There's not going to be fans there. So what's the problem here? I don't. I don't see it as a problem. See, you're you're a man full of solutions right now, not problems. Well, I, I just the thing is, there's so many tentacles. You can't have Vegas. That's the thing about Vegas. It's it, it, they can't have a home field, uh, home ice advantage like that. They can't. I don't think it's right. And and listen, I mean, like the UFC thing, they pulled this off. We had Adam Hills, a writer for the RJ. He's also a Golden Knights beat writer. He was one of six media members that went the hoops. This guy had to go through, get tested, the whole nine yards, and then you know, they sent. Here's the crazy. They sent him, okay, you got tested, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you now have to go up to your hotel room. This is what they told the media. Like, okay, you got to you know, you got to go up and isolate yourself in your, in your hotel room uh, before the fight. Okay. Yeah, you can't leave. Okay. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. Great. I mean, does he work for the UFC? You know what I mean? So you're sending me like, not him. Any member to me. Yeah, okay, you got to go up to your hotel room. Oh, but the guy's not going like, to you know, walk down, if he can walk downstairs and go across the street and get a Starbucks or go down to the gift shop. Like, who's policing this stuff? That's, that's the thing. Like, do they have armed guards like waiting at, the, yes. at every floor at the elevator? You can't leave. You can't leave. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess when there's a will, there's a way. You can find a way to get out, right? I know. It's, just, it's, it's so nuts. All right. But let's, the good thing is that we kind of got what we believe are matchups. So you get the little round robin thing at a top, uh, which is fine. But then these first round matchups, Cammy, are going to be pretty interesting. They are interesting. Where would you like to start, East or West, Brian? Your your call. You Blessings start. You, yeah, okay, we'll start no, with no, no, I, I defer. I defer. Uh, we'll start with the East. That's fine with me. So we have uh, number five, Pittsburgh, versus number 12, Montreal. Winner of this series plays the four seed. You gotta like the peng- you gotta like the penguins here, but I'll tell you something. An uh, interesting article. An interesting Jerry article. Price. 
Like, that's the thing. And They're all article, terrified of Carey Price. Yes. And the thing was, they actually wanted for the first round the best two out of three instead of three out of five. And oh. they went, no, 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 no. That's Teams, a dart. Because like, they were worried about, that's funny thing, the article said, we're worried about Carey Price. Worried about like a goaltender like him getting hot and like pulling a crazy upset like that. So they dealt with three, not five. Let me, it's let a big factor. About, Pittsburgh's I, a better I, team than Montreal. And, and they forgive, should find a way. Forgive me, folks. Okay. I did the stories emanate from Buffalo because that's, you know, I've got many, all these experiences from there, but I'm telling you, the Sabres lose to the uh, Flyers in 75, right? They're dominant. Bernie Perrant stands, stands on his head, right? Wins a series. Yep. Okay. So they, they come back. They, they had six 30 goal scores. They, they, they destroyed teams, you know, and, and they come back the next year. Best team in the league by a mile. I mean, not even close. They play a best of three against the Penguins. Denny Heron gets on a heater, and the goalie steals two games in a best of three. You know, the best team don't win best of threes all the time. That's right. That's why you'd be looking at dogs. I'm just saying, as a betting man right now, I find Pittsburgh uh, would have, I, I think they would have enough to get it done. Their goaltending's questionable, though. Sometimes Jari gets really hot, and Murray's up and down, too. That's the thing about Pittsburgh. Very inconsistent goaltending, and we can count on Carey Price for Montreal, but I lean Pittsburgh, but we'll take a look what what the line is. Uh, the line might tell me Montreal's worth a shot. We'll see. Next one's been pretty interesting, Bri. Carolina and Rangers, 6 versus 11. That's a great series. I think Carolina has a shot to make some real noise. So do I. I already made future bets on them. I think they're in a great uh, I think they're – I think – I think they're a dangerous team, and I think uh, Rod, uh, Rod the Bod. I think he's got a little bonding thing with these guys. I can see, there's just you know there's a lot of intangibles there. The goalies a little question mark, but don't sleep on Carolina. They're big and they're fast. Get defensemen back too. I agree. Up to the goaltending, but now with both guys hurt. Remember Reimer and Morazic both hurt. I don't have to bring in uh, the uh, Toronto Marley's uh, Zamboni driver to play net for these guys anymore. They got bodies coming back. That's bad news for everybody uh, in the Eastern Conference. Carolina's lethal. I'm with you. I'll I'll take the six-seed Carolina over. Islanders-Florida is an interesting matchup too, buddy. Very interesting. The Islanders I would consider a disappointment, and this time off I think is very beneficial to Barry Trotz and the gang. You liked them a lot. When I was down visiting you in Vegas, the Islanders were the hottest team in the NHL, and then they hit the skids. So, you know, that's well, I've a got a few, honestly, I've got a future on the Islanders that I got way back when and they literally drove off a cliff and if if there was such a thing as the break saved somebody, it may have saved these guys. That's what I said. It's perfect time. Trots can get these guys back motivated. They've been disappointing. They have great goaltending. Florida on the other hand, sure, you know, there were the Florida Panthers. I hear it every year. Oh yeah, they're supposed to be better. I don't know. Could they beat the Islanders? Maybe. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll lean to the Islanders in that series. I, I agree with you. I think they're going to be motivated, ready to rock. This break's good for the New York Islanders. All right, man. It's your backyard. A lot of people are saying Columbus. Columbus is like healthy. They got Jones back. Elvis got a contract. Uh, a lot of people are thinking Columbus is sitting on a Tootsie Roll. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm, I was kind of like, I admit, I said to people, oh, Toronto's going to kill Columbus. That's stupid. Uh, I think it's going to be a great series. This one will probably go the distance. I don't know. Freddie Anderson, you get good Freddie Anderson for Toronto. I think Toronto has a better offense than Columbus. Columbus obviously has a better defense. Uh, Columbus is a little tougher, too. That's the one issue I have for Toronto. But in these series, Brian, the one thing that I'm looking at in this new type of format, I think speed kills. 
it's going to be very important because especially in this type of format, you know, winning the Stanley Cup's war of attrition. Think about Toronto is they're very, very fast. And I think they can expose Columbus. I think the Leafs get it done in five. Is this a fair criticism? And if it's not. No, I'm very but, fair. Uh, no, 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 no. Shoot, shoot, shoot me down on this. But I mean, you know, you got Tortorella, uh, Cam Atkinson, it, it, just the way they're structured. There's an element of grit to Columbus, too. And believe me, everybody wrote them off as they were just going to be horrible. They went yep. all in last year. There were a lot of good things they did this year. Is this the fairest criticism of Toronto? We know the back end is sketchy. But are they gritty enough? I think that's, I think that's the thing. I, Kadri never made it made it through two games before he got kicked out. Yeah, and Kadri's uh, loss to Toronto is Colorado's gain, right? When, I know because he's the toughest guy in the team. That's the problem when you're dealing with saber metrics and nerds and all these other people putting stuff together. You can't measure intangibles. You can't measure toughness and grit. Toronto has a couple guys, but you're right. Uh, the third, their third and fourth line players who have come up, they haven't been delivering. Unlike Columbus, where they're battle tested too, they should have beat. Remember, remember that series versus Boston when Boston went to the Stanley Cup. Columbus had these guys like they outplayed them in a lot of games. Tuka Rask stood on his head a lot of the time. So yes, I think Columbus is very scary, and I agree with you, Brian. I think it's a fair, fair uh, criticism of the Toronto Maple Leafs. But I will say this: in a short series, speed is a big thing, and I think eventually Toronto will get worn down, but not early against Columbus. A lot of people I've talked to think Columbus rolls Toronto. I think uh, Toronto gets it done, but it's going to be a dogfight. All right, let's go to the West. Uh, Edmonton, Chicago. Ooh, dangerous uh, series. Yeah. I like Edmonton, but... Yeah, I like Edmonton. Thing is, Chicago, new lease on life. I know. Made a lot better. Well, hey, Kane older and guys, hey, hey, older guys get time to get healthy, Taves well, and stuff. Cool. That's the thing, man. You like all Well, these you're right. Are loving life yeah, right all, of, all of a sudden, the Seabrook and Keats of the world yes. are fresh as a daisy. Yes, that's the problem. And Edmonton still... It's Edmonton, and they got to take that next step, but there's no guarantees here. I like Edmonton to get it done because I think McDavid will not let these guys lose, and Dreisaitl's a beast, but it's not going to be easy. This could go the distance. I'll, I lean Oilers, but I'm not going to say it's going to be an easy win. Nashville, Arizona, I'd say Nashville. I got one for you. I got, nope. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, Coyote, baby. You want to talk about Nashville? Who cares? I, the Predators oh, will let you down. They'll let you down, Brian, every single year. Our, Don't yeah, do I, it. Don't do it. Take a shot with the desert dogs. But how about for Someone once? What? I mean, they they are they going to show up? Are they going to show well, up? I don't know. No. They puked exactly. on their sneakers the last couple of years. Now they're coming in here with no expectations. Yeah, well, Arizona also is coming in with no expectations. I don't trust Nashville. Uh, Pecorine could play. Is he going to get shelled to bring in Soros? I don't know what to believe. I, there's a lot of guys on Nashville that I just think are career underachievers too. Give me the Coyotes. I like the Wild against Vancouver, and oh, I think they'd be, they'd, they'd be high-scoring games, man. High-scoring games. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Vancouver's got a lot of good players on the team, but you're right. Minnesota's veterans, another team with a lot of older guys with time to get healthy again. Very tough. Tough, man. This one definitely will go, will go the distance. I lean Vancouver, but I have no problem with you taking Minnesota. They'll probably be uh, what in this about, series plus 130. I would make Vancouver about a buck 45, 50. But how about some guys? I mean, guys that honestly fresh. I mean, guys like um, Parisi and Parisi, Yeah, man, I know. Fresh. Old guys. Yes, fresh, fresh, fresh. I worry about the veteran teams with fresh players. It's a real concern. And Vancouver. 
if this was a regular series, I think Vancouver would murder Minnesota, but it's a different circumstance now. So I think oh, the series could go either way. Of all, watch me just be the one I'd be end up being dead wrong. But of all the, the the first eight here we've talked about, probably the one I'd have the most conviction on is I I, I love Win- Winnipeg over Calgary. Love so do it. I. Uh, I. I think Calgary has a real problem. Uh, I don't care about the time off. Big save, Dave. We've talked about it. Their goaltending is an issue. Cam Talbot. Guys are Hellebuck, hot. Hellebuck's a nut bar. Yeah, they run cold. Hellebuck, yeah, he'll stare right through you. He'll also make 45 saves, too. Calgary's one of those teams, like, you know, when Colorado beat them, it's just, I compare Calgary, they're a lot like the Leafs. They're a, very, they're a Western Conference Leafs. They have very, very, a lot of speed. They're missing a little bit of grit. They might be a bit tougher, but they remind me of Toronto. Same type of team. Um, Winnipeg with the goaltending and uh, a new lease on life. I think the Jets uh, can get it done, too. I like Winnipeg over Calgary, Brian. All right, how about the monsters, the guys that are getting the, the little round-robin nonsense? I don't know. <laughs> Who do you, like, I, 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 I don't know, man. Like, I'm trying to think. Colorado. I, if, if, Colorado, I, if, we like Colorado to win the cup. I'll tell you one thing. The break hurts this team, I think, the most is Philadelphia. Even though they have Claude Giroux, Couturier, like, Giroux's an older player. They were playing well. Carter Hart was in the zone. They had all these things going for them now. They play, they, their home record was impeccable. Them and the Sixers. I don't know what it is about Philadelphia teams, but take a look, people. They just smoke at home. They are amazing. And now, neutral site games uh, with the break. Sorry, Philadelphia. This is not good for you. you not agree? Yeah. Well, and they were, they were so good at home. Honestly, I mean, Boston was just so good, and they are, they are just so Tampa good. Tampa Bay, it's their time. Is it their time? Could they step uh, up? I don't think the break helped Boston. You know, I think Boston was kind of this well-oiled machine. Um, I, I think the the break actually hurts a team like Boston. Tampa Bay, Colorado, Stanley Cup. Is that what you're thinking? I, I can't get away from Colorado uh, getting healthy and, and being really good. Me neither. I like them a hell of a lot better at 15 to 1, though. And that's the thing, right? In these short series, like anything could happen. I still like Colorado, too, but... I'm with you on one thing in the Eastern Conference. I don't know. Carolina, to me, getting all these players back, I think they're the best best value play dark horse out there. It should be Tampa Bay or Boston, but I'm telling you, I, I like the Carolina Hurricanes. I think they this break's going to be good for them. They got their goaltenders healthy again. You get back all the guys on defense. They're a dangerous club. I'd be very, very scared of the Canes, and well-coached, too, with Brindamore. I think the break, actually, I think they very, very much are a contender, the break helped in terms of getting Patcheretti and Stone back uh, and healthy. I think Tuck is still a question mark, but I don't yeah. think the break was good for Vegas. And, and the reason no, it I wasn't s- good for Vegas at all. Well, why more than anything is they were they were finally building towards something and uh, learning what DeBoer wanted them to do. And but it's only like a whatever. A, what is it? A 20, 15, 20 game little sample size where they were figuring out this guy and getting on the same page. Yeah. Now they're, now they're gone. It's over. Now they got to reconvene. I think it'd be a lot easier for them. And I'm not knocking DeBoer. I think it would be a lot easier after two and a half years of Gallant. If you came back and said, here's what we're doing here. Blah, blah. Now these guys are still going to, what does he like us to do? Yeah, exactly. They got to re they got to relearn DeBoer's system. It's a bad, it's bad news too, especially when teams are on heaters. And that's my opinion about Philadelphia. Like Philadelphia was cruising. That's their home record was impeccable. They didn't lose there. I'm like, the Flyers, these guys can't lose. And now all of a sudden, you're going to a neutral site playing with a hot goaltender. That's the thing. You give Hart rest now. 
That's why I think it's a real bad spot for Philadelphia, and I agree with you, Brian. In uh, in Vegas, that's not good news uh, for Vegas. And how's Colorado going to come out of this thing too? What this break does is help veteran teams. We talked about it. Team like Chicago with an aging defense, Minnesota, Parise, Stahl, older guys. They get time to get refreshed. Those are the teams with the advantages. So you said it, and there's going to be a big upset in one of these early games when you only got to win three instead of four. That uh, opens up the door for an underdog to get uh, get the job done. Well, we're, we're ever closer, right? I mean, they're voting on stuff, at least learning the... You know, well, we might do the draft. We might. The, we're going to get an answer here. We're going. We're going to know at least the plan. the The question is, can the plan be executed? Yeah, I think it can. And you, you, you say around mid July, and I think that's a that's a good estimate. I know we were talking about late July, August before, but you know what? You said it. Get the plane in Sweden, Finland, Eastern Bloc, Russia. Bring them all over here. You know, I think it's going to happen, man. The NBA's been quiet. I think they're going to go through hockey. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Marenzi and I talk about it on our show all the time. I think things are happening, and I think hockey's going to play, buddy. And I, I love the format. I think they did a great job this time. Very impressed. All right, buddy. We're gaining on it. Uh, I hope everybody out there, uh, if you're in our neck of the woods, have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Yep. If you're north of the border. Uh, have a lovely Memorial Day weekend. We'll celebrate it too. <laughs> Why not? We have beers every day. Yeah, Monday, let's party. Sounds good to me. <laughs> have a good one, buddy. We'll do it yep. again next week. You got it, brother. Have a good one. Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling, an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.